Episode 149 of the Drive-By Podcast is sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet with five great Montreal locations, including on the South Shore, on Tashro Boulevard in Brossard. My home location, go check them out. The newly expanded store now serving Italian items direct from Italy and products like you won't believe, including a huge cake display, pastry display, deli. You could get coffee. They've got it all. It's Les Delices Lafrenet Brossard. This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. The drive-by podcast is brought to you by Own Space. Here we go. Usually it's the Tuesday edition this week, Wednesday, and there will be one as well tomorrow on Thursday. It's Freeway Frank. Right off the top, I'm going to mention lots, lots of technical issues on the drive-by podcast. Stuff you don't want to hear about, but I'm just going to mention for a couple of seconds so you know where my state of mind is at, I guess. It's a good thing because we've done, after this one, 149 podcasts, and I mean we as in you and I, me and you, whatever. Uh, We've done these podcasts and been there for each other for almost two years. Coming up in just a few weeks, it'll be two years I've been doing this, and I guess with the storage and with the work and and all the stuff I've been doing, I've been uh, doing some maintenance on the equipment, and it's time for a, <laughs> a new computer already. It's only been two years, but it's a good sign. It means there's a lot of storage. There's a lot of content. I'm going to need to upgrade, basically. What does that mean for you? It means occasionally, like this week, you'll get a delay 24 hours later, as opposed to the Tuesday, Thursday, this week, Wednesday, Thursday. But I promise you, tomorrow's guest will make up for any delays this week. A special edition of the Drive-By Podcast, episode 150. And I'll tell you this, this person has been on the podcast before. It was good. It was good times, and it's going to be even better on tomorrow's podcast. Do not miss it. Okay, so if you live anywhere around the Montreal area, we just got our first real snow dump of the year. First big snowfall, anywhere between 20, 30 centimeters. Now, I'm sure if you're listening in out from out west, because uh, I remember living in Vancouver, it snowed twice in the decade that I was there, and it was like Armageddon. It was complete mayhem. People don't know how to drive. It was insanity. Buses were slipping down the roads. People were putting chains. A lot of people in Vancouver don't even have four-season tires. Uh, don't even have, sorry, winter tires. They, they drive on four seasons. And even in Calgary, you would think, right, just tons of snow and, and cold. It's mostly cold. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of snow. It seems like from the some of the visuals you see, people sharing and maybe on the news if you still watch that crap that there's a lot more snow but there's actually here in the Ottawa Valley the Montreal area there's way more snow than there is in Calgary proper in the city metropolitan Calgary now depending I'm sure they'll have more snow depending on some years but overall I noticed my four years in Calgary less snow my seven years in Toronto less snow too unless you're around, you know, the Niagara Peninsula, Buffalo area. Then there's the lake effect. It's like nonstop snow. So, again, you got to be in corridors. But here in Quebec, outside of having spent 18 years out of this province, I mean, it's the same thing every year. So it shouldn't change in terms of their preparedness and how they deal with snow. This snow dump, I don't know if you notice this snowstorm. It's as if we never had snow before. A complete and utter 
disaster. Yesterday, I was driving on something called the Ville-Marie Expressway here. Yeah, Expressway. Yeah, give me a break. You know what they did? It's almost like they didn't have enough snowplows out there or, or enough salt trucks. Instead, and I've never seen this one, this is ingenuity at its finest. You know, Montreal is known for a city of pylons, construction happening pretty much all year. There's winter, and then the other season is construction. That's the running joke. There were pylons all along the Villemarie Expressway. So think about the Gardner Expressway in Toronto, the Deerfoot in Calgary, wherever you're listening in. United States, doesn't matter where, well, United States, I don't think they're getting as much snow as we did. But imagine a highway, okay, a three, four-lane highway. On both sides, the, le- the extreme left lane, the extreme right lane are closed. And they put pylons, okay, literally for, for kilometers and kilometers, miles and miles of pylons. Because there's snow there and now it becomes two lanes. So in the past, or like any normal snowstorm we would have had here in the past, the crews are out, they're cleaning, they're plowing. Now, unless I miss something... Now they're putting pylons because what? They can't get to it. So we're just going to keep the tradition of putting pylons around Montreal. We'll pylon, pylon, pylon it and and leave the snow on both sides. This is insanity. I was driving and I was like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And then on, you know, we're talking major streets, major boulevards, major streets full of snow. Like you see the tracks, you still see the tracks. I might even share some of these pictures on my social media. And then I drove my mom home just about an hour ago. You know, usually, as I said, they put salt, they clear the roads, and the roads are clear almost immediately after a storm. Now there was this, this almost like a layer of ice on the highway, right? A layer, a fine layer of ice where your wheels are going, in other words, there's something there on top of the, it's ice. And it's not even black ice. It's like literally crust on the roads. From my whole journey, which was about 45 minutes from the South Shore of Montreal to the North Shore of Montreal, and then another hour back because the city's a complete and utter disaster. It's like this sound under my tires. And it's not my tires because you could see it. And I should share it. I'm going to share it on my social media and then put arrows on there. Like, what's going on? What is happening? And then people, but it, it seems like there's so many, either more new drivers or people get more and more incapable of understanding how to drive during the winter you know they never have windshield wiper fluid and everybody runs out of windshield wiper fluid every now and then i get it but cars are full of snow and it's like it's not a complete cleaning of the so all the snow from the car from the person who's too lazy to clean is going on you know my car other cars cars on the road the the streets are covered with snow the windows are dirty people can't see each other they're driving into the lane people are slip it's buses are it's an absolute disaster out there. And then just a couple of years ago, from Montreal to where I live in the South Shore, okay, so like imagine uh, the city center, then you take a bridge, you go over St. Lawrence River. Like to get there, they built a new bridge, they put a new train system and everything. There's more traffic than ever. And on either lane, now they, so they put four lanes on either side. They have pedestrian a lane, which is just about as wide as a car lane, okay? And then there's two tracks for a new train system that started last summer. And so you would think there would be less traffic, right? More space. They built a new bridge. They tore down the last... No. So there's three lanes on either side. It's a rush hour. Never mind rush hour. At any time during the day, it's a standstill going over the Champlain Bridge, or it's bumper to bumper, or very slow, 
And that's because they have a bus lane on both sides going and coming. <laughs> but there's no buses because there's no buses going over anymore except for a bus or two that might be going over to America or somewhere else, or bringing kids somewhere, or seniors to a casino. I don't know. There's no buses anymore because everybody's on the uh, REM, on the train. They have these lanes, and you could only take these lanes if you're a bus, never a bus. Like, it's rare to see a bus. Unavailable, driving object. There's nothing there. And anytime you see a, an actual car or two in the bus lane, they're stopped, and it's a, police, it's a police ticketing the car. But wouldn't it make sense? Wouldn't it make sense? I know, I'm sorry. I sound like a crazy ranter here, but it's true. This, this is how, and Christmas does this to us, right? Christmas brings our stress level to the next level. I need to calm down. I need to have a drink, but it's too early to have a drink here. It, it, I'm having some uh, some lemon water. But it's like, it's just insanity. It's insanity because it boggles your mind. Like, how does this stuff continue happening? So two bus lanes that are never used. Why don't you make it into, with all these EVs everywhere, EV lane, make it a bus lane, Make it a carpool lane for two or more so you could get more traffic. No. Instead, it's a bus lane with no buses ever. Like every death of a pope, there's a bus that goes by. And then uh, a police, provincial police officer or whoever ticketing a car that's going too fast over the bridge. That's it. How could you not be stressed living in a city that is so mismanaged and then the bike oh this is the funny thing. i was at a friend's house last week and there are new bike paths that they made last summer in his area okay of montreal and i'm telling you they removed like thousands of parking i couldn't find parking at seven o'clock in the evening on a friday night i had to speak to the parking attendant like the uh, the city parking uh, municipal whatever parking attendant and say hey but what's going on here and he goes yeah I know. you know what they did they turned all these roads, one way going, one way uh, coming, going the other way, uh, uh, bike paths. <laughs> Not only on one side, on both sides, they took away all the parking spots. So if you don't get there early on a Friday night, I'm going to my friends. He lives in a, a condo, in a loft, in the uh, old garment district of uh, Montreal. You're not going to find a parking spot. And, and it's just bewildering to me to, you know, to see that. And then now... It's December. We have a snowstorm. The roads, it's like going down a hill. You, you may as well have skis or cross-country skiing because that's the terrain. You look over. God forbid you go down a road that has a bike path, which they're everywhere in the city of Montreal. Guess what? The bike path is clear. <laughs> it's And there's some Yahoo a hipster on a bike, or I think this year's uh, Bixie, the Montreal Bike Public Bike Program, is still going. I don't know, but there's still people biking at all. You know, they have winter tires for bikes now. Those are clear. The roads are not clear. That's how much they're trying to push you on this whole agenda, well, you know, 2035, that they're going to eliminate um, motor vehicles altogether. It's impossible. It's impossible. Look, I'm all for uh, clean air fixing the, uh, the the issues we have with the environment, but at the level that they're doing this and how they're doing it and how they're pushing it, it just doesn't make any sense. The decisions, and who votes for these these people? 23, 24% of the population. The only people voting for, the, for them, 
go vote for them because nobody else cares, but then everybody else complains. Like, I guess I just did, but I don't even live in the city of Montreal, but my studio's in the city of Montreal. I, I'm always in here in the city of Montreal. This is where I grew up, but last six years I've lived in uh, Brossard. Thankfully, by the way, Brossard is like a Brooklyn of uh, New York, so it's, as I said, right across the river. I got to say, I'm very impressed so far the last six years of living in Brossard. Things seems to be, and it's a growing city. It, and it has grown exponentially, and it's growing at such a fast pace. It's rocking and rolling, and it's things just seem to get done there. Okay, unless I'm missing something, I don't want to trash Montreal. You know, I love Montreal, but and I know the infrastructure has been crumbling forever, and it's an old city, and things need to be fixed. I mean, I'm not irrational. We're not irrational people here, but this. This is a whole new level. I am sure you're listening in right now and you could totally relate. I mean, you know when you get into your car anywhere in the vicinity of the city of Montreal, you're signed up. <laughs> you're signed up for, I don't know, an hour, at snow to it, an hour and a half, maybe two hours. That's one way of going where you're going, construction. You know, something that should take you 10 minutes to get to takes half an hour. No joy. I am not making this up. Montreal has always been a great city to visit, but a, a city, a great city to live in, ugh, I mean, it's had its heydays, and now it just seems it's stuck in this vicious cycle of incompetency. It's just, it's just spinning like uh, nowhere. Okay, that's just how it feels. And and you know, I'm driving, and the, the Christmas decorations are ni nice. The snow is out, and it's nice and pretty. And there's traffic jams everywhere. And then I'm driving by uh, an area called Placeville Marie, and then uh, I see that circle they put up. You know that circle? Or whatever that circle is between buildings and all that. And then you see Mount Royal with the cross on it. And I see that, right? And I'm looking at that circle going, how much of that? And, I, and by the way, I've seen the circle before. But, you know, when you're stuck in traffic, I have nothing better to do. You look to the side. You look to the right. You look to the side. You look at, you're trying to keep yourself busy. And uh, I'm like, I wonder how much that costs. I mean, this is what they worry about, these things that don't matter when they should be worried about, you know, the city sinking and falling completely apart. This episode of the Drive-By Podcast 149, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. Five great Montreal locations, the original in St. Leonard, Rosemere, Point Claire, of course in Montreal West, and my favorite because it's the closest to my home and uh, I love the crew there in Brossard on Tashro, the newly expanded store with now a grocery section including... Christmas baskets, Christmas panettone. They have a beautiful display of cakes, either frozen or fresh, right in front of you in the uh, display unit. They have all the pastries. You head there on a Friday, Saturday. The variety, the choice is absolutely phenomenal. Deli section, coffee. Maybe you want to grab a coffee during the day. You could do that too. And they'll even uh, make you a nice Italian panino with your favorite cold cuts, whatever you want in it, and then press it or not press it, whatever you want. Hard bread, soft bread, they've got it all. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. And I mentioned the cross moments ago. We have a cross on Mount Royal. And I'm all, I'm tolerant when it comes to all religions and people practicing and saying and, and what they want to say, what they believe in, as long as there's no hate, obviously, and people are respecting one another. Whatever you follow, whatever you believe in, that's your thing. And whatever I do, that's my thing. But now, you know, there's a cross on Mount Royal for a reason. Montreal, there's, there's a reason why there's a church at every corner. Christian church, you see crosses and churches on every second, third corner around the city of Montreal. There's a reason. And now, 
a reason why I bring this up is, and this is was shocking to me when I heard who it was. If I'm not mistaken, it's the Canadian Human Rights Commission, which is deemed Christmas colonialist and discriminatory. I mean, can you, I mean, you know, we've heard about in the past few years, them changing, you know, the Christmas market uh, in Toronto to the, uh, the whatever holiday market. Uh, they changed, you know, even here, they, we, we've heard about them removing uh, religious symbols and, and, you know, look, you want to remove certain religious symbols, but this was built. This is whichever way you look at it, the base, the foundation of this country is it's a Christian nation, whichever way you look at it. That's not the same opposed to other religions and all that. It's, there's a reason one of the oldest cities in North America has a cross on the hill. That's no dick. Okay, now, again, you don't have to be completely, uh, you know, Bible thumping or uh, Jesus believer to, to understand what I'm about to say. Okay, whether you're practicing or not, the fundamentals of, of where this country came from, okay, where this country, how it was established. Now, we understand indigenous were here first. I get it 100%, but it's the fundamentals of the country was Christian. There's no doubt about it. L let's say for lack of a better word, the white man, because, you know, the white man is a, there's a hit piece on the white man uh, every day, every minute, every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You know, like you can't be, now a white man is not a good thing to be now. But I understand that the indigenous people were treated horribly. They still are to, to an extent, taken advantage of, pushed to the side, uh, treated horribly. And, and forget them. But I'm saying that now to say now that celebrating Christmas is bad, you know, this is the, the Canadian commission to, to say it's bad and, and, and we should just be having a holiday season and not a Christmas season because it's Christmas is not a good word. You know, look, and I, look I'm not even a religious guy. I respect it, but I, I don't know. I'm more agnostic than anything else. But despite the, 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 the commission's, I guess, animosity, towards Christmas, Christ, religion, all that. Uh, the polls show that Canadians of all religious uh, groups, of all religions basically, support Christmas as being a public holiday. In other words, based on what Christmas has meant to this country forever, it should be still celebrated, or at least the day should still be a, a public holiday on the calendar. But... There are people always trying to change that. But to see uh, the, the and, and I know what the role of the Human Rights Commission is, but this to me is insanity. And it started many years ago where they were pushing out Christmas and it's happy holidays. And now it's gotten to the point where so many people, including Christians, telling other Christians happy holidays. And by the way, I always make it a point to say, uh, no, no happy holidays. It's Merry Christmas. Now, if you're Jewish and you're celebrating your holidays or whatever time of the year, I will tell you, wish you a happy holiday, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, whatever it is for you. I'll say, you know, whatever it is, happy fast, whatever it is for whatever religion, Ramadan, whatever. You know, I hope you have a good holiday with your family and all that. I'm not going to say Merry Christmas to somebody I know doesn't follow it. Here in Canada, it's Christmas. 
and it's it's Merry Christmas. If you don't want to say it, you can say Happy Holidays. But if somebody says Merry Christmas back to you, that's just the deal. That's just the way it is. This is where we're what we're accustomed to. This is how we grew up. And the cross on the mountain, Mount Royal. Okay? Uh, uh, by the way, that's next. They're going to take that cross out. It's coming. You know they're going to take it. That's the next thing. They're going to take it down. And by the way, if I were some kind of, you know, if I was pushing religion and I was all about, uh, you know, Jesus is my man, all this stuff, and talking about the Bible, and, you know, then you could say, okay, Frank has, uh, he's got an agenda. There's a reason. I'm not, I'm not even that guy. And I'm defending it because it's tradition, it's the country, it's where, wherever you're coming from, whatever place you're coming from, this is where you're coming from. If I go somewhere else, oh, that's what you guys do? Okay, I respect, that's what you guys do. It doesn't mean I'm going to go change my religion and no one's asking you to change your religion, but this is how it works here. And that's what they want to change. How it works, they don't like how it works. That's why they uh, they tear down statues. They are, try to erase history. They they, they want to you know pay back restitutions and you know just when you think, all right, this is quieting down. It's, it's a new thing, right? And, and this year they doubled down with um, the, the commission coming out and saying this. I mean, this is a, this is a a big deal. When that comes out, that means what are they trying to push? to politicians that that they're going to try to eliminate you know i remember last year the um pierre polyev leader of the opposition who will be prime minister no doubt one day uh, during easter remember when he said he said he is risen oh he got such a backlash now i remember when george bush was president and he used to say he had conversations with with god and it's always scary when the president of the united states says you know i spoke to god last night and he's saying it with a straight face now he may have a relationship with, with god or with jesus or whatever the case is but it sounds crazy when the leader of a country is saying you know i had a chat with him and he assured me that's weird so it's the same way when somebody says they're having a conversation with somebody, uh, not just somebody, Jesus or God. And, and I know people have those feelings and those thoughts and they really feel it. And I'm not saying they're crazy. I'm just saying to mention that to somebody who doesn't understand that or doesn't get it, when you are a, a leader or somebody, you know, could come across sometimes as wacky. But I wasn't offended when Pierre Poilievre wrote, he is risen. It was Easter. That's the tradition. He is risen. And he's Christian. He believes it. Jesus is risen. That's fine. I mean, they went absolutely nuts on him, right? He should not have said that. Anybody on this side of the spectrum, on the left side, was like, this guy's a, a quack. It, it, people in uh, Justin Trudeau's entourage came out and said things. That, meanwhile, Justin Trudeau uh, grew up, a lot of these people grew up as what? Roman Catholics, Christians. Okay, so now all of a sudden, that's a bad thing to say. Like, to me, Again, it doesn't even bother me. It's not even on the radar for me. And it, it's, I, I find it weird when people attack people that are religious. Like, okay, there's one thing to say, you know, I don't believe it, whatever the case is. But to attack somebody for writing he is risen to me is just unnecessary. It's just really bizarre behavior. I started this podcast by talking about the, uh, the, the lousy streets and incompetence of the city of Montreal. Uh, somehow the cross... Uh, on Mount Royal, on our big mountain here in the city, came up. I got into this conversation. But it's amazing where a podcast can take you. Incredible. Hope you enjoyed it. Quick one today, but I will be back with 
an Extendo drive-by podcast episode 150 with a very special guest. And this one, uh, almost two and a half hours long. It's, uh, look, you don't have to listen. Sometimes people are like, that's too long. But look, that's the beauty about podcasting. You could do a three, four, five-hour conversation. You could listen to it for 10 minutes, two minutes, two hours, four hours, whatever you want. And it's always there. And it's not like any other media where, oh, you miss it. Uh, you know, uh, they had so-and-so on for three minutes this morning and you missed it and you'll never hear it again. Or maybe they'll play it back somewhere and you'll hear it for three minutes and there's no substance. There's no content. On the drive-by, I sit down and have real conversations. That's what it's all about. Please five-star this episode, if you can, on Spotify or review or comment on Apple. And I look forward to telling you who the guest is coming up tomorrow. It's going to be a great time here at the drive-by podcast and i'll catch you then uh the episode 150 tomorrow with my special guest will also be available on youtube les delis lafrenet maybe you're getting married in 2024 that's a big life event and they'll have a big life wedding cake for you done the way you want it custom maybe you even have a plan you drew it out you have a picture of somebody else's on pinterest somebody else's cake they'll do the exact one you asked them to do themed cakes as well for birthday celebrations anniversaries communions confirmations religious events whatever they'll do it check them out online at lesdelislafrenet.com five outstanding montreal locations including the original in saint leonard and my home location on tashro boulevard in brossard newly expanded grocery items direct from italy amazing cakes incredible pastries it's les Lafrenet. the drive-by with freeway frank The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace.